You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. But let's head to the phone lines and talk with our guy. Actually, the video lines. The video lines, yes. There he is, Alan Bell from Sportsline. (laughs) A.B., First off, man, much respect for joining us during the uh, Titans-Packers game. Great hat as well. How, how, what were your thoughts been on the first half so far from the Titans? I mean, you have to be thrilled with what they're doing. Yeah, first off, appreciate you guys having me back. Obviously, yeah. You know what? Appreciate all the uh, compliment on the hat, too. Yeah, look, I mean, this is a typical Titans game. It's what they do, man. Like, Mike Rabel, like, these are his games. And this team doesn't score a lot of points. They rarely even score over 17. But they just fight with you. So we'll see how it ends. They're not a good second half team either offensively. So this game is far from over. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just, it's a, it's, it's honestly, it's crazy that the Titans are six and three and could be seven and three if they win this game because they just don't score. Like, what other NFL team gets away with that? Well, it's true. It's like the Broncos stat that's been flying around all week. How if they would just score 18 or more points, they've been eight and one. And the Titans kind of are living in the same boat, but they find a way to win all these games. I want to talk to you about a game this week that uh, will not feature a lot of scoring as well, most likely. That is Jets and Patriots. I didn't realize this until I saw this today. The Pats have beaten the Jets 13 straight games. I didn't realize it had been that long. They clearly have owned them in the Belichick era, but 13 straight. Jets are playing good football. As we know, they're 6-3. and three. New England beat them a couple weeks back. Do you think the Jets get their revenge this week, or do you think New England takes care of business minus three at home? Yeah, I mean, look, these two teams are pretty identical, right? Like, at the end of the day, they go about it a different way. Um, But, I mean, they kind of, even still, they kind of still play the same style. Like, I'm going to take the Patriots here, and that stat is crazy of what what you just laid out. But it's because the Jets play that kind of physical, run-the-ball style of football that Belichick can, you know, identify and find very well. Um, If it were a team that would come out, you know, and, and play... A little wild offensively, that's what they have issues with. Um, So, yeah, I'll I'll roll with the Patriots here. But, again, like, this is going to be, like, you could just put a mirror in the middle of the field, and it's the same teams, right? (laughs) And I'm fascinated to see. I'll tell you the best part is watching the uh, Patriots quarterback situation, like, in-game live. Because whatever happens, like, at the start, you have no idea what the hell is going to happen by halftime. And then in the second half, so we'll see. Speaking of not knowing what the hell anything is happening, we now have a Buffalo Bills game that was supposed to have six feet of snow, and we had the total at 40. And now they're going to Detroit playing in a dome. The total is now 49 and a half. The line has moved from eight to seven and a half. I'm curious, Alan, not just your thoughts on this, but why if Buffalo's playing in a dome, does the line go down and not up? Yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating, right? Because you see the total go up, but you see the spread go down, right? Because you would assume that playing in a dome, like that it would help Buffalo so much because it's a fast track and it's going to help their offense. And I do think that it does, but it goes to show that it's definitely going to help uh, on the other side as well. Um, 
You know, I, I also think, let me say this too. There are times where sports books, like we always give Vegas like the benefit of the doubt, like, oh, like they always know what they're doing. And rightfully so. But sometimes they're like, you know what? I'm not going to move it. Like, let's see what the public does with this. You know what I mean? And I think that that's kind of where we're at right there. So you get it seven and a half. It drops down half a point. And now it's like, all right, is the public going to move it or not? Like, let's see what they do here. So I think that that's in play for sure here. Uh, but it is significant how much the total it is. A.B., interesting game this weekend, man, in Indianapolis. The Eagles lose their first game of the season. Short week to forget about it. And obviously the Colts with Jeff Saturday and what they were able to do against Vegas. Now everybody all of a sudden is a big believer. What do you make of this Eagles-Colts game? The look-ahead line was 9.5, and and now it's 6.5. You're getting the Eagles under the key number. You have a play in Eagles-Colts? Yeah, I love love the Eagles, right? And I understand that why the line has dropped down, certainly. It was a big number to begin with. It was too high. Um, But yeah, I like the Eagles here in a bounce-back mode. I like that it's on a short week. Because you just don't think about it. Like, you don't have time Same. to. You yep. just work. Yeah, you work out, get your ice treatment, and fly. That's it. You have no time to sit and, oh, I hate what happened last week. Nothing. You just go. And you look at Indianapolis, like, yeah, great job, you know, winning with, you know, that coaching staff against the Raiders on the road. But that being said, I mean, you still have problems. You still have issues. And if Jonathan Taylor doesn't go off, good luck. I mean, and they even tried to give that game away. The Raiders are just too damn bad to take it, right? So I think the Eagles really well. Also, I would say this. Eagles first half, I think you can still get it at 12 and a half, like team total. Dude, that's a great play, man. They have been crushing, crushing first half team totals all year long. Yeah, they have. That's a really good look there. Do you think that this Washington Commanders offense has figured some things out? Yeah, okay, so that's a great question. All right, so I think, one, just having Taylor Heineke there, like I I think the locker room definitely responds to him more, and we've seen that. But number two, I think that honestly, and it sounds dumb because, you know, it's not only just this, but there have been so many bad turnovers that Carson Wentz committed that Taylor Heineke is not. Now, not that he's great with the football all the time, but just not committing multiple bad turnovers, multiple turnovers in the red zone, like it makes a huge difference. You know what I mean? So I think that that has a ton to do with it as well. A.B., I want to turn our attention to college football now. You know, Ohio State and Michigan, obviously, they're going to probably be looking ahead a little bit to the game next week. Do you have, give Illinois or Maryland giving them any trouble this week at all? Well, all right, so that's a fascinating question because, like, let's go back to last week, all right, in college football, all right? Number two, Ohio State covers. Number three, Michigan covers. Number four, TCU covers. Number five, Tennessee covers. Like, clearly these teams that are in the race for the college football playoff Points matter, style points, et cetera. We all know that. But that is an excellent question about will Ohio State, will Michigan be looking ahead? And I think, yeah, a little bit. Like, it's natural that there will be a little bit of that. But quite frankly, like, I think both of these teams know that you can't do it and you can't mess around with it. And, like, that week will come because they're both well coached by, you know, veteran-style coaches who know what they're doing. So, yeah, like I, I, I'm not I'm not banking on that whatsoever. I, I think we get maximum efforts on both sides. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at Bank of America dot com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, Alan, you're going to see a murder here tonight. Um, <laughs> what happened? So this is what happened pre-game, pre-Thursday night football. Me and Peach were uh, putting together a one-game parlay, and we were talking about how Green Bay doesn't defend the tight end position very well. And we had settled on, take I thought we had settled on, taking Jeff Swaim uh, as the tight end because he had already had a, a touchdown this year. And it's like the alternate choice. You know how sometimes you think it's Aaron Jones and then it's A.J. Dillon. So we we chose, all right, we're going to take the under 47 and a half. We're going to take Jeff Swaim. And then we're going to take either Titans money line or Green Bay money line. I played them both with Jeff Swaim. I come back inside and P.J. tells me he took Austin Hooper. So we could both get them. So we could have both tight ends checked off. That's yeah. why I did it. I it, didn't want to put all our chips in one bag. Big scored. He did. And I said, and I thought, yeah. Hooper just so we're splitting it. this. So we're splitting this. So yeah. it was like 60 to one, Alan. And I said, yeah, well, wow. PJ, if, uh, if Austin Hooper scores tonight and you're not breaking me off any of that, I'm going to murder you on air. <laughs> I'm going I'm to okay. give you some. Oh, I didn't know that. Until yeah, just now, why would I not give you some? I don't know. I didn't know that. All right, good. All right, we're good now. All right, we're good now. <sighs> Alan, I had to save myself. I, there, I, I said because I looked at because did you see me walk off? Because Austin Hooper just scored. Austin <laughs> Hooper just, just scored. Like, she's about to fight somebody, and I kind of want to like. Can we just take the camera with her? Like, yeah. Anything Tris is doing. And I then I looked it. at PJ and I go, "Are you ready to die tonight?" Alan, she could play. <laughs> she could play in that Mike Vrabel defense. She's got some junkyard dog in her. You do not want to mess with her. <laughs> Oh, at all, yeah. at all, like immediately, like week one, like you would see Trista, like with the C jersey with the stars, like <laughs> dude, she would be a captain on a Vrabel team for sure. She absolutely, I'm terrified when she walked back me, when she walked behind me, I'm like, oh, please don't hit me in the head. She's got please a weapon. Please don't hit me yeah, in the back. Like, please walk in front. Yeah, I need to see please. you. Yeah, exactly. We're talking college football with AB. You have any questions Awesome for stuff. All right, let's go to college football, AB. Is TCU, is this the week that TCU... Yeah, finally, finally tells the world that they're for real, and they beat Baylor as a two and a half point favorite. Yeah, it is. I think that they do. I think that they cover. I mean, I, I'm kind of surprised this number's that low, right? Like, I would, I would at least put it at three and a half and said, look, you're going to at least have to score a touchdown if you're going to take some money from me off TCU because they have every motivation to go out and take care of the job. And look, like, give TCU credit, like they go about it the hard way every single week. And then they have the Texas game. They're like, oh, we're actually way better than everybody. Like, we're deserving to be here. And I think that they figured a lot out. Not that they, you know, were playing 
you know, in their heads or anything. But yeah, like I'm definitely rolling TCU here under three. Like that a lot, AB. What about these two Pac-12 games, right? I mean, it's a big week for them. Utah and Oregon, UCLA, USC. You have any thoughts on either of those games? Yeah, so all right, so let's start USC, UCLA, right? Like you look at USC, they've kind of figured some things out offensively. They've scored 40 points in four straight weeks. Awesome. But there is an element to USC to where they've beaten up on bad teams. And when they play good teams, they're not the same USC. That being said, I think that I think that they have figured this thing out. Like, I think that they put points up too. Now, UCLA will as well. I think the total sits at what, like 75 and a half? Yep. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, like I think that that's like a fair number that probably hits on the over. But yeah, I, I, I'm gonna roll with you. Uh, I'm gonna roll with USC here. I'm also gonna say, all right. So the Oregon game, right? So Bo Nix, obviously, that's the big, you know, deal, whatever. And obviously, if it's your quarterback, it's your quarterback that makes a huge thing. That being said, I like Dan Lanning a lot. Like I'm gonna roll Oregon with the points now that they're the underdog. Give them to me. Like, and that's nothing against Utah as a program, but give me Oregon. Like I'll roll with that. I think that this team's. I think this team's stronger both on the field and in the locker room mentally than people give them credit for. Like, I'll roll with Oregon, and I'm going to roll with Oregon next year, too. Like, I like where this program's going. Do you think that um, Do you think that Oregon's ever going to contend for, like, a title? Like, really? Even when we went to playoffs and went to the national title against Auburn, against Ohio State, like, we were never really, you know, we were never really going to win. Do you feel like there's ever a point where we'll, we'll really be able to win? Yeah, I do. And I'll tell you why. Um, Because college football has completely changed in the last year and a half. Completely changed. I'll I'll give you a perfect example. And just using Tennessee just because I'm here, right? What Josh Heupel did is he used, like, the super COVID senior rule, whatever, and said, uh, like, I'm going to bring everyone back. Tennessee's quarterback is 24 years old. He's the same age as A.J. Brown, like, to give you a comparison, right? And then he said, I'm just going to go steal everyone in the transfer portal that I can, and I'm going to literally make a team. Right now, I'm going to make a team. And you could do that over and over and over. And if you could do that mixing with the right recruiting, like there are no more it takes five years to build a program. Like you could do it like that. And I think that, you know, Oregon has all the resources, obviously, in the world. It's a cool place to be. And with all of, you know, the conference realignment stuff, like we're going to have to figure that part out. But like Oregon will exist. USC will exist. Other programs, we'll see. But to answer your question, long story short, hell yeah. And I think that you've got the right people in place up there that believe and know what they're doing. Hell yeah, Alan. All that Nike Way to give money. me some confidence. Yeah, that was yeah, a good analogy was. there with Tennessee. Very good. AB, yeah. enjoy the second half of Titans Packers. Good luck to your Titans. Appreciate the time as always, man. Thanks, hey, AB. Appreciate y'all. Hey, thank you. See you. Alan Bell from Sportsline, kind enough to join us, talk some NFL and college football. He almost witnessed a murder as well. Second guy <laughs> tonight that almost did.